The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is September 15, 2015, and good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Radio. Um, Christmas is right around the corner, Bill. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's moving, moving faster than the other holidays before it. Oh, tell me about it. Unbelievable. Uh, joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, a U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, and past Department Commander for the DAV, the State of Maryland. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, Gary. I think everybody should uh, know exactly who you are uh, by now. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You know, I want to let everybody know that um, uh, we went to a premiere showing yesterday. Uh, It's called Black Mass with Johnny Depp. Uh, It was a very good movie. Uh, You have to go see it. And this is all uh, thanks to Terry from the Orlando Sentinel and Diane from Warner Brothers. Uh, They notify us uh, when they do have premiere tickets in the central Florida area. So, again, if you ever uh, see that a new Warner Brothers movie is coming out or, or you would like some tickets, definitely uh, contact us. And that's all you have to do is uh, send an email to tickets at AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and uh, we'll, we'll see if there's one showing and uh, hopefully get you in. Okay. Last week we had Colonel John McDaniel, U.S. Army retired, former, uh, he's actually the founder and, and uh, of the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation. These are all Purple Heart recipients that uh, that uh, uh, are in this organization. Their mission is to provide world-class outdoor sporting activities as a means to recognize and honor the sacrifice, encourage independence, and connections with the community. This is a very, very unique organization. Be sure to listen to their archive show on the American Heroes Network. Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Certainly, uh, Gary. We're honored today to have Rosie Babin. Uh, Rosie is the founder and chief executive officer of Help Our Wounded. As the mother of a severely wounded warrior, Rosie knows firsthand the challenges that service members and their families face after they have been wounded and what the caregivers face when taking care of a severely wounded patient. Rosie faced many paths with no clear direction and many no's from places she turned to for help after her son was critically wounded in Iraq in 2003. Rosie is an Army veteran and a former 
paralegal, and firm administrator, Rosie continues to serve and care for her wounded son full-time, but felt that she could put her experiences to work to help other combat wounded and their families. As the founder and chief executive officer of HelpOurWounded.org, Rosie helps families through their transition and provides them with direct assistance, resources, and support. She speaks before civic and veterans groups to inspire and motivate them to fill the gaps where the Department of Defense and Veterans Administration fall short in meeting the needs of our combat veterans. Rosie, welcome as our guest today on the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Rosie. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much. Glad to be here. Yeah. All right. And that's Rosie Babin, correct? Is that the way you pronounce it? All right. We know that family caregivers, anyone that provides a type of physical and or emotional care for our ill, disabled loved ones at home, regardless of how you become a caregiver, you're about to take a new role for which you actually may feel unprepared. It is normal for you to feel nervous or overwhelmed about what is expected of you. You may experience a number of mixed emotions, including anxiety, anger, and especially sadness. At the same time, you will probably feel a desire to care for the loved one at the best you can. The individuals that take on this role of caregivers are truly our silent heroes, also known by Congress as our hidden heroes. Rosie, in 2003, you had to face many challenges with your son, knowing that giving up was not an option. What was the first resource that provided the so-called seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? The first resource, of course, was uh, my faith. Um, there, to, you know, to me, there's just no way of surviving the emotional um, and spiritual injury of being faced with um, the call that your son has been wounded in combat. Yes. That's, that's the biggest one, isn't it? It is. And, um, you know, in 2003, um, our son was one of the first severely wounded, and so many of the programs that are in place now to assist them and their families just were not in place. When we arrived at Walter Reed to be at his side, um, they really were unprepared to receive families that were, you know, as we all know now, many of these wounded warriors have lived um, at Walter Reed and Bethesda for years. Our son was in their um, surgical ICU for seven months back in 2003, and, um, you know, that that was the longest anybody had been there at the time. And so it was a real struggle to... Um, for for them and certainly for us to um, to figure out how to navigate this new journey, and so um, it is um, very difficult to overnight suddenly have um, what in essence became two mortgages. You know, everything yes. continues at home. 
uh, financially and all the needs of uh, running a household and other children. Um, and then suddenly you're living across the country having to pay for a place to stay and food and transportation. And so um, it was a full-time job, you know, trying to find resources. We were very blessed that we had a great network of friends and uh, fellow community volunteers in our area that immediately stepped up to um, assist us. Uh, But that's not always the case with families. That's true. Rosie, this is Bill. Uh, Just listening to what you uh, have said is very moving. But uh, could you explain how significant or what is the upside of having a family member or friend as a caregiver to a wounded warrior? Oh, it makes all the difference. Um, And, you know, the military quickly realized that... um, the positive effect of having a family member or a friend, uh, or as they are referred to, you know, a medical attendant with our uh, combat wounded makes all of the difference in their recovery. Um, personally, you know, I know that if, it, when I've been in the hospital, it makes all the difference in the world to have a family member by your side. For these young men and women, so many of them in their early 20s, um, that are being catastrophically wounded, you know, they're having to make life-altering decisions as to, you know, what to do with a, what may have been a uh, career in the military. They're being, you know, retired in their mid-20s. They're having to make choices about where to leave to receive their care because it's not always their home base, Um, you know, once they leave Walter Reed, Bethesda, or um, San Antonio, um, the the medical care that they need may not be available in their community where they entered the military. And so having someone to advocate for you during what may be the worst experience of your life makes a a huge difference. in our case, when we were at Walter Reed with our son, he was in their surgical ICU for the entire seven months that we were there. So Alan was in very, very bad shape. And, you know, for those first three to four months, it was literally life and death situation wow. day to day to day. Yet, however, you know, there were many nights when they would call us um, to come back because he wasn't doing well and they knew that we would want to be by his side. And, you know, within minutes of walking into his room and, you know, talking to him and letting him know that we were by him, his vital statistics would get better. I mean, we, it was so interesting, you know, to have doctors and nurses actually see it on an ICU monitor where, you know, his heart rate would calm down and his blood pressure would get better and he would stabilize. I mean, so for us, it was living proof that, you know, the fact that we were at his side uh, made a huge difference in his recovery. All the difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, the, uh, the amazing thing is that we have thousands and thousands of caregivers and family members um, now that have been at their loved one's side and they are doing the work of um, 
you know, this responsibility. They are taking on this caregiving role that will be theirs to, um, to carry for decades to come because so many of them are so young. And, um, you know, they're doing the work of nurses and therapists and um, because these young men and women are surviving injuries that they would have never survived in, in any other campaign because of the advances in medical treatment. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and, and take a break because when we come back, uh, we'll get into um, uh, a little bit longer conversations. <laughs> this, this break snuck up on us real quick. And uh, just I just want everybody to remember, if you ever in the Medford, Oregon area, on every Wednesday morning, veterans meet at Punky's Diner in the heart of Medford, Oregon. To enjoy breakfast and conversation with the American here at the American Heroes Breakfast Club, and you're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Rosie Babin from HelpOurWounded.org. And Rosie, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the organization itself? Uh, Sure. You know, um, while our son was hospitalized, um, we met many families uh, facing our same situation. And then as he transitioned into the disabled veteran community, we continued to meet families with great needs. And I, you know, informally assisted and connected them to um, other nonprofits and organizations that uh, may be able to help and was doing it. so much that at one point we decided that we would form our own nonprofit. Several of the nurses that had 
um, been by Alan's side and uh, a former therapist and a chaplain. And, um, you know, it allowed us to have some decision-making authority um, in how we could assist and um, better assist some of these families as they transitioned. And so we... um, do direct financial assistance. Um, we assist them in finding resources and navigating, you know, this huge bureaucracy of the Veterans Administration and military healthcare systems um, because we've, we've walked it and lived it and um, are very blessed to be able to continue to pay it forward to other families that may not have the resources or the skills, you know, that we had as veterans um, coming into this situation. Wow. Bill? That's interesting, uh, uh, Rosie, because uh, uh, the, 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 the thought and the question came into my mind of, uh, in, in what you've just said. It, 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 tell us a little bit about the challenges that, that uh, you and uh, your family have uh, been experiencing in getting your son and other wounded warriors through the health care and benefits for service-connected disabilities in the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs. But, you know, when... when um these young men and women are seriously wounded immediately, um, and like anybody in, the, in a medical situation, you know, those costs immediately start mounting up. Uh, travel costs, lodging, um, child care, and um, it's not, the system is just not geared to move quickly. And so... Many times, if these families can receive immediate assistance, support, just emotional support, and then assistance, financial assistance to keep them on their feet. You know, what we do is, and and we're very careful not to create dependency, you know, on um, organizations for these families, but, you know, sometimes just giving them a hand up and helping them stay afloat can make all the difference in their transition. Um, It's a very difficult time uh, for so many young couples that are suddenly faced with these, you know, insurmountable challenges of um, being severely wounded. And it's it's a difficult transition in terms of, you know, the application process and the length of time that it takes in transitioning from the military community into the Veterans Administration. And um, so, you know, we work hard to assist them in navigating that process and putting them in touch with, you know, not necessarily just our organizations. We have many wonderful um, organizations out there that are just, you know, waiting in the wings to assist some of these um, combat wounded may be faced with immediate uh, needs in adaptation to their homes when they come out of the hospital that need to be made, you know, before they're even into the Veterans Administration system. And so there are organizations like the Home Depot Foundation that will help with uh, putting in ramps and, um, you know, shower, uh, adapting showers and doorways um, Smaller projects that, you know, may not necessarily require 
um, the type of assistance and benefit that they are going to receive from the Veterans Administration. Those adaptations, uh, Rosie, uh, can you tell us if that helps with the wounded warrior gaining a sense of uh, some independence and being able to do things on his or her own, uh, uh, you know, to, to try to get back to normalcy uh, and whatever that might be in the case of an individual, depending upon the, the severity of the situation. Oh, absolutely. You know, it makes all the difference. And, uh, you know, a a term was coined during this last campaign, which was our, quote-unquote, new normal. Um, And, you know, we all have to transition to that and find our new normal. But I think, for the most part, that exactly what you said being the case is to try to get these young men and women to a state that, you know, gives them the most independence possible because that's so important for our self-esteem. You know, none of us wants to be dependent on others for our care, and these are young, you know, men and women that are suddenly faced with having others do so much for them, and so that, that is very important. Definitely is. Definitely is. Also, you you uh, have a resource. Uh, well, this is a lot of community involvement, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Right. They're um, they're going to need a lot of us for a long time uh, to help, and so you know it's very important that our citizens remember that just because the drawdown, you know, begins doesn't mean that the needs change, and so. Um, you know, we're, we're their next-door neighbors. Right. Now, I know we're going to mention this a couple times throughout the show, but why don't you go ahead and give them your um, URL, your address, to find out more information. It is www.helpourwounded.org. All right, all right. And uh, on that, right on your site, uh, they can get involved uh, by uh, either, either just email or is, is it also a blog? Uh, by email. Okay. All right. Now, you you also offer a lot of sporting events uh, to keep everybody active, which is, of course, necessary. Uh, tell us about those events that you're uh, lining up. Um, sure. You know, annually we um, attend and sponsor um, individuals to um, go to the Disabled Veterans Winter Sports Clinic in Snowmass, Colorado, um, where they had the ability to do some adaptive skiing and snowmobiling and rock climbing and um, scuba diving and um, cross-country skiing and uh, also during the summer wheelchair games. And um, so our organization not only, you know, sponsors the event, but we also sponsor individuals. And we found through our own experience with our son that um, – Staying active and um, participating in these events makes a huge difference in, you know, how they see themselves and how others see them. And, you know, our, our goal is that any bad day on the mountain is better than a good day in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, true. Uh, and, you know, part of it is you can't just decide that you're going to attend um, some of these sporting events like hand cycling and, um, you know, you have these 
uh, really, you know, veteran athletes have to stay active and it keeps them motivated and, you know, so great for their health. And so we, we quickly realized um, when our son attended his first uh, adaptive sports event that, that that was going to be the way that we were going to support him in his recovery was, you know, to make sure that he was involved in um, athletic events and, you know, the camaraderie that is just palpable at um, these type of um, organized sports is just, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful to see and experience. What sport did he pick? Alan actually is an adaptive skier. He's a bi-skier, and he's a hand cyclist, and right. um, also has a paragolfer, which is an, a, a motorized wheelchair that actually gets him to a standing position so that he can have an a, you know unobstructed swing and swing a golf club. So for a young right. man that was expected to live his life in a nursing home, <laughs> he's doing pretty well. That's great. That's great to hear. All right. And uh, is this is your organization national? I mean, uh, these events that you put on, I, there are quite a few. Well, a good a good list of them at, uh, on the front end of the website. Um, are these uh, local or, or national? Um, how do how do other people get involved? Uh, we do we do some uh, local events, and then of course there are. Um, veterans events throughout the country. Um, we have actually sponsored a group of Air Force wounded warriors out of the San Antonio area that have attended the games in London, you know, with a sister uh, group there. And so, um, you know, we get requests for sponsorship um, from all across the country and uh, consider them all. Uh, but Help Our Wounded in particular is involved in an upcoming um, tradition games here in Central Texas at Reveille Ranch, and uh, that is on um, the Veterans Week. Uh, the actual games are on November 8th, and we're going to have a group of people uh, doing an 11-mile march. Um, all right. You know, to honor veterans, but also to raise some funds for Help Our Wounded. And, um, you know, but it's just wonderful to see so many civilians supporting our veterans and veterans continue, continuing to work hard for each other. All right. Now, I also see that uh, you, is that, a, is that right? If I can remember correctly, you had a cruise ship picture. Is that, a, you having a cruise coming up? We do. Um, January. Third through the 17th, there is a group of about 100 people, 100 cruisers. Wow. Uh, we had the most wonderful opportunity. Um, Joanne Anderson from Lakeway, Texas, who is a travel agent, um, has put this cruise together, and all of the commissions from uh, the cruise are being donated to help our wounded. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, oh, we're going to go ahead... Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. 
Okay, I just today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Don't forget to visit the American Heroes Network radio archived library of radio shows. We have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network radio, powered by Voice America and a variety channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live. The leader in internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Rosie Babin from HelpOurWarriors.org. And, Bill, you had a question while we were on break. Certainly, uh, Gary. Rosie, can you tell us about uh, partnering that you might uh, be involved with uh, with some of the uh, veteran service organizations, such as the Disabled American Veterans, uh, uh, in connection with the winter sports in in Colorado or any other uh, uh, activities they've got in the partnering concept. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and and DAV is a perfect <laughs> example. Um, when our son first came out of the hospital, you know, and he was hospitalized for over two and a half years, one of the first rehab events we attended was the Disabled American Veterans Winter Sports Clinic. And we arrived with this young man who, you know, could could barely move his own wheelchair, uh, was not communicating verbally yet, and, you know, very focused on the medical needs and trying to do what we could to help with his disabilities, and after a week of adaptive skiing and scuba diving and, you know, spending time with 350 other disabled veterans, we actually departed that clinic 
a different family. I mean, it, it changed our lives. It changed our view. It changed our perspective. And I left there knowing that if I ever had the ability or was in a position to help other families go through this experience that I would. And so um, after only two years of organizing Help Our Wounded, we became gold sponsors at the clinic and sponsor, and, and now, you know, for four years have been gold sponsors. And in addition to that, uh, sponsor five to six individual athletes every year. Um, you know, we get it. The the life-changing opportunities in the work that the Disabled American Veterans does, um, you know, the Paralyzed Veterans of America and these organizations that are focused on the ability, not the disability of the individual, are tremendous. Absolutely. Yes. Now, now, Rosie, you know, this might be a ticket for you. Again, uh, joining up with uh, uh, the organization that we had on last week, which is uh, the Wounded Warriors in Action Foundation. Um, Again, uh, they provide a lot of outdoor sporting activities, and um, you know when you can actually work together with other organizations, it's just going to you know make make you bigger, <laughs> right? Absolutely, absolutely, right. and it's important, uh, you know, that we partner up. We all have different missions um, that we that we you know are directed by, but ultimately it's all the same mission and that's cocooning that veteran to provide them with a, a great quality of life. That's true. Very, very true. Rosie, yeah. I, I would imagine one of the main objectives in the, in your mission is always trying to keep the uh, spirits of our wounded warriors uh, in, in high gear. Uh, could you talk to us a little bit about the importance uh, of uh, wounded warriors accessing those needed service uh, services that we talked about earlier, in this case, to avoid depression and anxiety? Oh, you know, absolutely. And we've all, you know, heard the reports of the suicide rate and um, so much of it because of, you know, the the issues with post-traumatic stress, and which is why it is so important for us to make sure that whenever possible that we get them engaged and involved. And not only does it help them, but it also relieves some of the stress on the families because, um, you know, they also have to deal with issues of secondary post-traumatic stress and compassion fatigue. And, um, you know, the other thing that we've learned through this is that people want to help. When Americans know that there is a need, Americans step up, and the needs are great. But it's also imperative that these combat wounded and their families reach out. There are a lot of organizations out there, and in this day and age, it's as easy as Googling, you know, Googling veteran assistance or adaptive sports and rehabilitative sports and um, and to reach out because um, that's why we do what we do. You know, we're here to help. We're here to 
honor the service and the sacrifices that they have made. And um, they were willing to give the best, and we owe them the best. And um, keeping them engaged um, in the community and um, in their recovery um, is important. But they need to make that need known. Definitely. Now, also, uh, Rosie, as far as uh, I know you don't approach all of this, especially when it comes to the health benefits, uh, uh, you have to be working with advocates, correct? Uh, correct. Uh, and, and, we, and, we do. No, I was just going to say, uh, tell us about the advocates, and 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 can can our uh, listeners, if they're in that situation, uh, use those advocates? Uh, absolutely, you know, and um, go to our website, helpourwounded.org. Uh, there's a contact sheet there, and um, also through uh, the AW2 um, Army Wounded Warrior Program, um, they have uh, great coordinators and advocates, um, you know, social workers and case managers through the Veterans Administration. Um, that that is their role. That is what they are there. For um, and uh, non-service, uh, I mean non-profit organizations. You know, many of them have veteran service officers that are ready to help. All right, now, Bill, you should have something to say about that. Uh, that's that's one of your uh, background uh, items, isn't it? Well, absolutely, uh, Rosie. I, I, I have always uh, come to the conclusion that the greatest void in our veterans community, which includes our wounded warriors, is a lack of information in uh, how to navigate the system that, that we go through. Uh, but it's the kinds of services that you are providing or eliciting help from other organizations in uh, uh, addressing the need of wounded warriors is so important. I'd just like for you to consider thinking that now what we have left with World War II veterans now who are well in their advanced ages now, the youngest probably in their late 80s, but many in their 90s, and even into passing the century mark and these most recent serving uh, uh, veterans who have these kinds of concerns. Tell us, how do you see this service, you know, continuing to go along uh, with what we've got? Because, you know, miraculously, if we could stop every weapon of war on every battlefield that we know so this kind of condition would stop, the results or the residual effects will continue on and on and on. Oh, exactly, exactly. I, you know, we we know that there's an estimated five and a half million Americans, five and a half million Americans that are serving as military and veteran caregivers currently, and after those that served um, after September 11th, there are 1.1 million caring for those veterans. And, you know, these are needs and medical situations that are going to continue for years. Think about, you know, the 20 and 30-year-olds that were wounded, that survived, that may live 30, 40, 50 years. That care is going to continue. And the effects of providing that care 
is going to continue to affect our nation's caregivers. You've got your work cut out for you. Yes. We do. We do, and, you know, which is why it's so important that nonprofits continue to partner up because, um, you know, if, if we can't assist them individually as a nonprofit, we know someone who can. And so, you know, continuing to advocate for them within this nonprofit community um, and for-profit community and within the VA system and military health care system um, is important. And, and, you know, so many of us have been through it and walked it for these young ones that are just beginning their journey. Well, Rosie, you know, we would be remiss if we, in, you know, veterans are veterans, but in particularly women veterans who are facing these kinds of adversaries as as a result of their service, talk about some of the special situations involved with them. You know, in, in, in this case, they served, uh, they, they have families, this is impacted upon the family. How, uh, what are some of the experiences that you've seen that, you know, is a, is a problem and how you, you, you're getting beyond that? Well, of course, uh, you know, some of the most difficult um, cases that we have seen for women veterans are the additional issue of going through all of the same combat wounded combat experience of, um, you know, the, the war um, injuries to the psyche and the spirit and the moral injuries of war. But in addition to that, so many of our women have um, had to face military sexual trauma. And, you know, recovering from that emotionally is just... Uh, a mountain to climb, and and that's tough. And so many of them, you know, still have to continue in their role as a provider and as a mother while dealing with these issues that, um, you know, the Veterans Administration wasn't ready to to deal with. Wow. That's that's a big factor, you know. A lot out a lot of that going on the MST and and um, uh, uh, again we're going to have a good one on next week about it. Uh, so uh, be sure to listen in. And uh, uh, Rosie, is I uh, is uh, the first time I talked to you. I know you were you were sort of on the road. Do you give go out and, and give seminars or speeches or uh, uh, what were you doing out there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talking to organizations, trying to get them involved? or uh, Yes. And, you know, it is so important to continue the awareness um, in our communities. And so I do speak before, uh, you know, civic organizations, uh, high schools, um, so that we teach our kids about the um, price of freedom and what, it, you know, the costs are to um, our veterans. Um, and um, before uh, congressional uh, leaders as well, um, I happen to be a fellow with the Elizabeth Dole Foundation, and through that organization, you know, we meet with members of Congress to make them aware of the needs of the caregivers, 
specifically focused on the caregivers and the needs that they are facing, um, you know, the, the medical um, ramifications of providing care uh, can be quite high. And, um, you know, we, we believe that um, if the caregiver is okay, the veteran's going to be okay. Um, and so it, it takes the whole family. You know, the whole family is affected when oh, yes. we have a combat-wounded veteran. Yeah, yes, it is, Rosie. And, you know, one of the things that come to mind is that, uh, you know, none, none of us, I don't think anywhere in the world, uh, uh, looks forward to going to war. But in our country, uh, you know, we, 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 we certainly are able to find the money when we have to prosecute a war and uh, bring our men and women into, into harm's way. And, uh, but, but by, I often see, and maybe you've seen this also, is that when the warrior come, comes home, then that's when we begin to talk about the shortages and, uh, you know, what we can and what we can't do. But I, I think what, uh, you know, the question in my mind is, do we understand what is the cost of war in terms of human capital? I don't think we do, and I, I believe that that, you know, has been one of, the, um, one of the big lessons learned is that um, y- you have to calculate that cost before you ever go to war, uh, and I'm not so sure that we have, we have actually done that properly. I agree. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. By the way, they are national. Give Josh Cole a call right now. Again, that's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call 407-401-0772. That's 407-401-0772. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Rosie Babin from HelpOurWarriors.com. Help Our Wounded. Oh, help Our Wounded. <laughs> See? They're all part of this. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, <laughs> Bill, you had a question. Rosie, Rosie's not asleep. She's very much awake and attentive to what you're saying, Gary. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I was caught. I'm caught. Uh, uh, Ro- uh, Rosie, uh, this is an opportunity for you to tell us uh, in the listening audience about some of the things that you're doing and you're expecting to be doing it. And, and you know, you, you've got a, you've got a great listening audience here because we're in every state in the country and, uh, Gary, in 98 countries around the world, Gary, Gary does that better than I, but, <laughs> but you've got a tremendous audience here now to, to let us know about some of the things that's, uh, up and coming that you're going to be involved in. Definitely. Well, sure. You know, uh, one of our big events every year is a New Year's Eve gala. It's a great uh, fundraiser here in the Central Texas area. This year, it will be at the Senesta Bee Cave Hotel. A great evening of, um, you know, fun and elegance and um, uh, it's always wonderful when you can have a great time with your friends and yet do some good at the same time. And, you know, that's the way we look at it. We're celebrating a, a new beginning of the year and looking forward to uh, a new year of helping our wounded. And um, so for anybody that would like to join us, uh, again, December 31st at the Sonesta B. Cave Hotel, um, cocktails start at 7 and a great evening of dancing and great food and fun. Um, great event every year. Um, for those that can't join us, uh, go to our website because there is a circle of patriots where we honor you know, our uh, big donors. And so it's a great opportunity also for businesses to uh, get their name out on the program and the advertising that starts, you know, a, a couple of months before the event. But we'd love for anybody in the Central Texas area to join us. All right. And, Rosie, when you do have getting closer to these dates, uh, let us know, and we'll um, uh, put out word also over the air. Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, and uh, I'll tell you what, if you get a big, if you get a big uh, sponsor, corporate sponsor or something, maybe we'll even mention money or give them a little incentive to give you more. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, again, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us uh, the, the contact information so people can go to the website and, and uh, uh, check you out. Uh, when's, that, when's that cruise coming up? You said the January? The cruise is on uh, January 3rd. And you're going where? And we are going to the Panama Canal. You know, they, they just re, yes, they've retrofitted it, and it's a lot of uh, remodeling going on. So we're looking forward to it, and it is 
um, a fundraising cruise to uh, provide uh, funds for Help Our Wounded. And uh, so people can go to www.helpourwounded.org and um, there's still some um, cabins open for anybody that would like to join us. And is it uh, like a, dis- a discounted rate or is it? Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not. It's, you know, they're regular crews. We were just blessed with a travel agent who offered to donate all of her commissions uh, raised from um, those that register specifically for, you know, the how trip. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty cool. Yes. That's pretty cool. I have yes. her give all her commissions. Jeez. Very generous of her to do that. I mean, <laughs> she's just been such a supporter. Yes, definitely. Well, you know, it's getting close. Very, very close to the end of the show. We only have a, just a couple more minutes left. And, uh, uh, Rosie, we want to thank you, you know, for taking the time uh, to be on our show. Okay. Thank and, you for uh, having me. Oh, no problem. And again, when something comes up, uh, definitely let us know. Uh, we'll try our hardest to get it in there. Okay? Thanks. Now, Rosie, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? You know, uh, just that our combat wounded veterans and their families are going to need our help for decades to come. Uh, this generation has survived wounds that will require a lifetime of care. And As Americans, we have a moral imperative to assist these veterans and their caregivers with the wounds of war. Um, Our organization is here to help, and we look forward to, you know, many years of helping and, like I said, you know, cocooning these families. So please, please um, go to our website and go to our donate page at helpourwounded.org and help us help our wounded. That's right. And Bill? Well, Rosie, in our introduction of you, we recognize the fact that you served yourself in the military, and I want to personally thank you for your service to this country and your continued service in the things that you are doing uh, with the uh, uh, working with wounded warriors. Uh, you know, it's veterans helping veterans, and I think uh, you are right out front there uh, doing some great things, and uh, we are so grateful for all the things that you do and as you lead this organization in serving uh, uh, those who have served and who uh, now need to recover. Well, thank you, Bill. It's, it's certainly been an honor for me to be able to continue to serve my country in this new role. Yes, definitely, Rosie. Thank you. Okay. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7, and you can hear all our archived shows right from your phone. Just remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America and we truly